What's the deal with chapstick? Why don't they make the whole human out of the self-lubricating part? Wow. Tough room. <laughs> you know, we're all going to be replaced eventually by yeah. robots. I mean, that's just the thing. Except for us, because yeah. like you can't make bro robots. How are you guys doing <laughs> <Robots>. tonight? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Welcome to the Fraudcast. <laughs> Matt, do you have any special fucking story? <laughs> Why, yes, I do. Here's a new character. Flap, 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 flap. Just other robots listening to it. Yeah. I will donate to its Patreon. <laughs> What's going on? It's the Film Drunk Frogcast coming at you not live from the Frog Quarters in San Francisco. I'm Vince Mancini. With me, as always, not as always, but you know, as for much, the first time ever, as much as we can handle them, Mr. Mad Lieb. No, nah, this is the first time ever. This is hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Dayquil Matt. I'm sick as fuck, and I'm on hella milligrams of Dayquil. Uh, Percocet. Dayquil Percocet. Just, just not, not Percocet. I'm just on Dayquil. Mm-hmm. I took a lot of it. I have a cold and I'm dying. And uh, yeah, here, here we are. Here we are. Uh, we got Dave Lozo on from uh, Vice Sports, some other places. Yeah, he's just gonna uh, show up. Just gonna show up. We're gonna talk about the accountant. We're gonna talk we- about the latest online. Mm-hmm. Controversies. I love it when we talk about the latest online controversies. Yeah, the Emmys. The Emmys. That's a. Uh, that's not online. That's um. That's on. That's bro- analog bro- broadcast television. Yeah, analog. Right now, not not quite analog. Well, it used to be analog. Well, just enjoy the things that we talk about. It's gonna be great. Patreon.com/slash/broadcast if you yeah. want to join. If you want to join. If you want to join our gang. Yeah, you can join our gang. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we, you pay a monthly fee, and then we get to beat the shit out of you. Honestly, God, man, like I'm 39 years old and like everybody who's four years older than me or older thinks that's the funniest goddamn thing that's ever happened ever. Yeah, I j- Vince just said the same thing. And Vince is, I think, a little bit uh, younger. I swear, every generation, I haven't found the generation that has said it was good. I was always afraid to criticize it because I feel like I was too young to get it or something. But that's what everyone says. I, I had someone tweet at me who's like in his mid-40s and he's like, yeah, I never really got it either. But I feel like people older than me get it. At some point, th- there's going to be a generation we find that likes it. And I actually don't know if that generation's still alive anymore. Like maybe... In 1980, very, 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 very old people loved the Blues Brothers. It is, dude. There's, there's like, I, I, I'm, I'm in the minority on this, but like, people think Slapshot's the funniest movie ever. Yeah. And like, and like, I, I don't know. Like, I see the humor in that compared to the Blues Brothers, but I, I don't know. It's just like, I, I don't know. Like, I feel like comedy sometimes, like, if you're a certain age and you weren't alive at the time it was happening, it doesn't register the same way. But the Blues Brothers, maybe it's the sunglasses. They wear sunglasses at night. That's hilarious. I will say Slapshot. I didn't watch Slapshot until like uh-huh. three or four years ago, and I thought it was great. I was like, wow, this is fucking awesome. I don't know. I, 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 but the thing is with Slapshot, even if you don't like the jokes, you recognize that, that jokes are happening yeah. at you. Whereas like someone uh, – someone, like sent a video to me 
uh, that was like, I'll check out like hilarious Blues Brothers video. And it's just, <laughs> it's just Aretha Franklin singing Freedom. And it's cool. <laughs> but I'm like, what's the joke? I don't know the joke. And, and I feel like I'm crazy. I feel like everyone else is like, oh, you just don't get that. Maybe blues in and of itself or just R&B music is funny. And I haven't ever got the joke. Maybe nope, I don't know I don't what jokes it. are. <laughs> I know I don't. Yeah, I just, it's just, at this point, it's a conspiracy to, like, it. I just treat it as, like, the Illuminati said it was funny. <laughs> and we all just had to go with it. Uh, Dave, we're already recording, so <clears throat> I mean, this is all good content. It's all it's all hashtag content. We started but, recording. Yeah, we did. Oh man, what did I say anything wrong? No, I'm on a lot. Of, <laughs> no racial slurs yet. <laughs> okay, good. I'm on a lot of Dayquil. I've been sick uh, for the past two days, and I still came to the front. Yeah, because I, well, Allison, Allison Mick was supposed to be on. She got stuck in traffic, and we were gonna have Dave on to talk about the accountant. But I figured if without Allison, we'll just get him on early. Yeah, and uh, we'll talk about stuff. So, Dave, can you like what? What are where all are your bylines these days? Oh my god, um, geez, how long is the show? Because <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to waste like forty five percent. It's too long. That's I the gen- that's, that's the general consensus. For my takes to be over. See, these are the songs that I come up with when I'm on Dayquil. <laughs> yeah, man, this is really good content. I, I don't want. If you, you want to keep going, go. I don't want. I want to know them. right now what are your bylines. <laughs> that's all I got. You all got right. now. You go. Well. <laughs> Okay. Um, what one of my one of my older bylines is I co-wrote the Blues Brothers. <laughs> cool, cool. Yeah, I don't want to say anything. All right, real quick. Vice Sports, um, the Athletic, uh, the Comeback. Um, what am I forgetting? I'm forgetting something. Wait, hold, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me go to my Twitter bio. I think I have everything listed in there. We'll find uh, it. We'll find you there. Yeah, Vice Sports, the comeback. Uh, got the Puck Soup podcast. It's hockey. I got the Biscuits podcast. It's hockey. So uh, yeah, just go to the go to the old go to the old Twitter bio, and, and you'll you'll see some stuff. Cool, cool. Um, do you do you write for Bleacher Report? I used to. I, a few years back, I did. I wrote for them for like uh, maybe like two years, a little less than two years. That was all hockey stuff too. Tight. So how'd you get started? Uh, how'd you get started? Yeah, are you, are you just hockey or, or or a little everything? Um, it, it's mostly hockey. The athletic. I'm doing some football stuff for the Vice Sports. I'm doing hockey and football. But literally, like, uh, oh, actually, I might be doing some baseball stuff for Uproxx too. So like, literally, if you pay me money, I will write about a thing. That that's that's sort of my bottom line. Like, yeah, if that's if my like, policy. Same as right. Yeah, like if, if someone says, "Hey, Dave." What do you think of the Blues Brothers? And I say the Blues Brothers sucks. And they go, "Well, how about a thousand words about how awesome it is?" I'm like, "Yes, I'll do that right <laughs> Me now." Me too. I'm also a shill. That's tight. Oh I, yeah. I feel like there's we don't get our due in this world. The shills, I mean, you know, people are always like, "Oh, people who stick to their principles are so great." But I feel like, nah, people would be hustling. Now, what makes this country great <laughs> is our willingness to sell out for cash. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's like what makes us America. What, what part of the country did you grow up in? 
Uh, I grew up in Jersey, live in Jersey. I grew up in a town called Harrison, New Jersey, and then I went to Rutgers University in mm -hmm. uh, New Brunswick, New Jersey, and now I live in Hoboken, New Jersey. And oh, I've been to that uh, place. What, Hoboken? Yeah. Did you like it? Sure. It was all right. I don't know. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Are you married? <laughs> I'm married. I'm married to the content, my friend. Yeah, same, same, same. Married to the game, dude. <laughs> married to the game. You can't have a wife yeah, down there in those content mines. Mm -hmm. Oh no way, man. She she would she would get content lung. She wouldn't be able to handle it. Yeah. She'll Hashtag get, content she'll lung. Get the clicks. Like all the clicks, uh, like uh, uh, clogging up her silica. Her cilia. That's I, I, like it. Cilia, I, dude. I, 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 I would I'd be like one of those cops that like would never tell my wife what was going on. Like I come back from the content farm and I'd be all pissed off, and she'd be like, "What is it?" And I'm like, "I can't tell you. It would destroy you if you, if I told you what I wrote about today." And then <laughs> I finally tell I, I finally tell her, and then like she breaks down and is like, "Never tell me that again." You fly, like a flashback to you punching a pillow as you as you stare at your screen. <laughs> you have one of those like you guys finally make love, but you have one of those intense orgasms where you're also thinking about what you've done. <laughs> oh man those 230 retweets oh. <laughs> no! like that's half of the orgasm <laughs> um i, I do want to talk about the uh the the tomb raider remake i think this is like the third or fourth They're... attempt at, at uh, rebooting uh tomb raider oh man they just with, keep going with alicia vikander i'm gonna play a little clip of it dave you're not gonna be able to hear it but uh i had to get i had to get like the first part of this trailer uh on uh, as a as a sound effect, because it's just it's just perfect. It's very exciting. So here we go. What's your name? Laura. Surname? Croft. So that's pretty much all you need to know about a trailer is when they say the protagonist's name in the first five seconds. Yeah, I mean, is that a full trailer or is that a teaser? No, I mean, the trailer goes further than that, but it actually begins with, The name's Laura. Yeah. Laura Croft. Hello, I'm Laura Croft. I'm looking for a tomb. <laughs> what? I'm actually, wait, Jesus wait, wait, wouldn't wait, like wait. it. <laughs> Jesus wouldn't like it if you're reading tombs. You leave those dead people alone. Is she, is she doing the accent from Jason Bourne again? Because I'm, I still haven't figured that one out. Uh, what was the? I don't remember her accent in that one. It, I don't know what it was either. Like I, I, like I thought at times she was American, like she just like Americanized her accent. But then like it, I thought I caught like an Irish brogue. But then like maybe she was like slipping in this. I don't know. I, 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 and I remember I watched the movie like a year after it came out, and then I went to Twitter and typed in like Vicander accent, and there was like seven hundred tweets like, "What's up with her accent in this movie?" And nobody knows. I can't find the answer to it. It could, is it that she's a bad actress? Because sometimes that's she's an Oscar winner. Damn it! Wait, what does yeah, she, she win for? She's uh, good. The one where uh, what's his face plays the lady. Uh, oh, um, I don't know. The, it's not Benedict Cumberbatch, the other guy. Yeah, the what's guy, Eddie, Eddie Redmayne, the worst Eddie actor Redmayne. in holiday? Eddie Hollywood. Redmayne plays the lady in a movie. Yeah, oh, the Danish girl. Oh, I never saw it. Danish girl. Was she the Danish girl? Oh no, he was. The he Danish. was the Danish okay, girl. Okay, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, she grew Red up in. <laughs> she grew up in Sweden. I think that's why her accent is screwed up. Mm. What was? Jesus couldn't figure out where you're from. What is Tomb Raider about? I never really played it. It came out. Well, it's it's a it's a video game. I remember that. about a girl about a lady with juicy titties. Yeah, yeah, she and got those big old titties. <laughs> That's my favorite part. Is like we're at this. You find a nipple, drink the milk, you go lum lum, get that milk. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Sorry, okay. I'm on Dayquil. Yeah. <laughs> Dayquil, man. 
uh, we're at this out. weird moment in uh in, in movie marketing where people have, are like hey uh this third reboot of the video game that everyone jacked off to i don't know if it's empowering enough uh, yeah is this is this video game jack off character uh is does she, she have any agency yeah <laughs> well is this Isn't that- Wait, isn't that isn't that an issue in the new Jumanji movie? Isn't like the lead actress in that movie like not wearing a lot of clothes, and that's like, but but like but like they're in on the joke or something? Like I remember yeah, reading something they about released that. A, people... Yeah, they released a still where she like wasn't wearing, or, or you know, it was like they did the same thing with Tomb Raider where she's doing the pose where she's like sticking her ass out and like looking back at the camera for some reason, and like her neck looks five feet long because that's like the weird pose that they make the female character do in the thing right. they did that with jumanji but i don't know i don't know what the actual plot of yeah isn't the, the new jumanji. the new jumanji is kind of like a uh it's almost it's like the way they rebooted like ba- like made a baywatch movie or uh the other one what is it uh J- 21 jump street like where they're really self-aware that they're making a movie oh i haven't seen it yet i saw so. the trailer for it and like uh, all these people turn into other people when they go into jumanji and it seemed, it, I don't know, it seemed hella self-aware. The only problem is you can't have a Robin Williams ca- uh, cameo because he hung himself with a belt. Is, is that the only problem? Well, that's one of the problems. <laughs> oh, maybe the movie is about they need to go back in time and warn him about <laughs> about oh, no. the medication that he's on. Oh. Was it the medication that he had a terminal disease? He had a terminal disease, but also I think uh, it was a mixture of wrong medication that led to suicidal uh, ideations. Mm. I believe. I believe. Mm. I don't know for sure. I don't know. The way Bobcat said it, it was found out he had a terminal disease. And then he just took care of himself. Yeah, yeah. That's fucked up. But also he was having like like the disease made him a bunch of paranoid kind of like things. And like if he had been on the right medication, it might have helped. I don't know. I mean, you know, I'm on a lot of DayQuil, and that's helped me. The point is, it was a video game about a lady with big boobs. Yeah, but what did she do? Did she raid tombs? You went into the tombs and stole the jewels? Was it jewels, or was it like artifacts? Or artifacts? I th- yeah, I think she took artifacts, which, is, which Indiana is very Jones? British. She's Indiana Jones, then. <laughs> yeah. Okay. She is. Oh, right, she's British. That's right, I forgot about that. The Angelina Jolie version's... Wait, is she is she British in the video game? I never I never paid attention yeah, to her. Yeah, that's why her name's her name's Lara and not Laura. Oh, <laughs> interesting. She's all sexy and exotic. Yeah, she got the fat ass booty. She a pog, P A W G. What's what's that? Mean? I don't know, what? but I, I see it in porn a lot. Pog. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I don't know. I've always said like, pretty 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 ass white girl. <laughs> okay. Oh. Oh, I th- right. I just think I just made that up. Yeah, it could be. But I know it's Paug, P A W G. There's there's somebody, there's there's somebody in this movie on the IMDb page whose name is it's a really unfortunate name. It's, his name's Rowan Polanski. Oh no, mm. that's like, like Wario. He's, I mean, like, he's Roman Polanski's Wario. They just yeah, he looks like <laughs> he doesn't fuck fourteen year olds who are drugged. <laughs> <laughs> that's his like that's his set that's his, his yeah. bizarre world, world yeah power. he's not very good at directing <laughs> yeah. but he does not fuck 14 year olds you can leave your daughter like, with him yeah. just don't let him make a movie <laughs> yeah. oh yeah um other movie news uh we never talked about the star wars uh director getting uh fired and then replaced with the uh, jj abrams oh no who was supposed to direct 
uh, uh, Colin Trevorrow, the guy who directed Jurassic World, but then he directed uh, Book of Henry. Right. Both bad. Yeah. But Book of Henry was like, well, Jurassic World is like top 10 grossing movies of all time. Yeah, but bad. Real bad. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Book of Henry, real, real bad. You said so. I didn't see Book of Henry. It was probably the worst thing I saw this year. Okay, so that's good that he got fired. And J.J. Abrams, he's good. Is he, he though? Yeah, because is J.J. <laughs> Abrams even a person? Is he like an? I feel like he's like almost like an having an algorithm direct your movie. Yeah, but uh, first of all, <laughs> you say that, but then you see that lens flare and your dick gets hard. Um, <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, he's done. J.J. Abrams, what movies did he do that are like good? Like everything. I mean, he does hold every on, movie. Hold on, Star Trek. The two two different Star Treks. Yeah, and then he did uh, Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. And he did the <laughs> the entire series of Lost. He directed the whole thing. Um, he, what else did he do? Uh, there's something I'm not thinking about. Super that, Eight. Super Eight. Mm-hmm. I liked The Force Awakens, I'll say that. But uh, What's the other one that he did that was Cloverfield? Like yeah. Was that him? No, I think he just produced it or something. Okay, hold on. He did another good one. Um, Requiem for a Dream. <laughs> yeah, that's him. <laughs> Mother. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Wrestler. Yeah, yeah. Black Swan. Pie. He did Pie. I guess, I mean, I'm not, I kind of like the idea that he's directing, uh, wait, which one is he directing then? Episode nine. Okay. So who directed episode eight then? Uh, Ryan Johnson. Who did, what did he do? He did Looper. I like Looper. Yeah. Looper's great. I like Looper. Yeah. I like Looper too. It's good. Yeah. (laughs) I like Looper too. Good. We We all like Looper. That's good. Looper's good. Looper's good. Looper's good, despite the 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 the, the person who your choice to have Joseph Gordon-Levitt wear the weird facial you know prosthetics to not look like Bruce Willis for two hours. Oh yeah, I mean, I thought that that was added value, you know. Just, just yeah. they 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 really cloud atlas them in there. Uh, <laughs> I haven't I haven't seen Cloud Atlas. Is it good? It's good for like the first two thirds, and then the last third is like the worst shit I've ever seen. Oh. All right. I mean, you know, uh, the problematicness of the Asian face makeup aside. Is it better than the Blues Brothers? What's funnier? <laughs> I've never seen Blues Brothers. <laughs> you never seen any of them? No, I don't think so. I saw Blues Brothers 2000 when it came out. And what I got out of the movie was I was like, oh, I really want to learn to play guitar. <laughs> <laughs> was your dad a big Blues Brothers fan? Uh, no, I, that's the thing. I don't remember if he... My dad is a big John Belushi fan, and mm-hmm. like I'm not going to talk shit on John Belushi because I've seen him be funny. So I imagine him like in that generation being the funniest fool ever. Um, but like I've I've heard the things that my dad quotes from John Belushi, like like yeah. Samurai Night Fever, where he played a samurai. <laughs> But it was like a disco samurai, uh-huh. and I'm just like, all I'm thinking is like, these. This sounds like horrible, schlocky, <laughs> unfunny Saturday Night Live well, sketch they, that I've grown accustomed have, to. They didn't have sketch comedy in the '70s, so it was like everything. Everything seemed hilarious at the time. Maybe everyone was on drugs. Like Nixon just killed a million Cambodians, and we were like, we gotta laugh. <laughs> we gotta laugh at something. Mm-hmm. Henry Kissinger was considered a celebrity. The 70s are fucked. Yeah, yeah. 
Do you think Kissinger would have been at the Emmys? Like, absolutely. If dude, if if, if Kissinger made a comeback <laughs> and it was like, I've, I've come back here to kill more Cambodians, <laughs> like <laughs> he, he totally would be welcomed back into the Hollywood fucking. People would be like, yeah, it's so funny. It's so funny the way he's... Dan Aykroyd's hugging him on the red carpet. Exactly. Like, oh man, that's great. <laughs> Who do I, you know what's so great about that? And uh, for those of you who don't know, we're talking about uh, Sean Spicer mm-hmm. going to the Emmys and getting kissed on the cheek by James Corden. That was kind of like the iconic image, like when Jimmy Fallon oh, see, uh, I missed Trump's I, head. I missed that. I didn't see him get kissed on the cheek. Yeah, James Corden. There's a picture of him kissing Spicer on the cheek that was sort of you put the put a nuts. point on all the outrage, which was great because it was the same thing that happened. With Jimmy Fallon, where I always had this feeling that Jimmy Fallon's kind of a fucking shill, and I dis- disliked right. him in some small way, mm-hmm. and like I always felt like afraid to say it. It's kind of like the Blues Brothers thing. Everybody's like, "Oh, he's so nice." Yeah. And then when he was like petting <laughs> Trump's head, I was like, "See, yeah. that's why being such a shill is a bad thing." Exactly. I mean, I I've, I have mixed feelings about the Spicer thing because on on uh, on the one hand, when I saw him roll roll in, I saw it and kind of the reaction. I was kind of grossed out. I was like, what are you guys, are you kidding me? Like, this is such a cheap joke for something that, for, for a guy who's a piece of shit. <laughs> right. Um, but then I watched CNN and it was like a panel of CNN people all talking mad shit on Colbert and CBS on their decision, you know, and their whole thing was like, he, you know, berated the media every day. Uh, you know, he, he was destructive to our institution. And, and all I could think is like, shut the fuck up, Anderson Cooper. Just shut the fuck up. Maybe it's, maybe you're also a problem. Maybe it's you too. I don't know. I got mad. I was yeah. on Dayquil no, then like too. Like no, it was were, Nyquil then. It was like they were reacting to the the personal insults and right. not like the greater point of not yeah, having yeah, him on. Yeah, this is like he. Uh, so he shits on us all day, and then the Hollywood elite have to go and they they <laughs> they cozy up to him. I'm like, you fucking fools in the media class trying to pretend like you're not part of the same elite like structure. Like all of a sudden, like oh no, we have Anderson the- Cooper, son of Gloria. Vanderbilt. <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, it's like like you guys are part of the same uh, media institution. Just one is supposed to have uh, more journalistic integrity, and the, and they do obviously more than like fucking the comedians uh, on uh, CBS. But still, I was just like, you guys are just mad because he like fucking he was talking shit about you guys. I don't know. I felt like fuck fuck all of them. Fuck them all, man. <laughs> You know what they should do? Start a podcast that's not just your show in audio form. How For about me, that, I, like, I don't even Cooper? I don't even object to it as a as like a as a journalist or as a mm-hmm. as an American. I re, I I object to it like as a comedian, right? Because I feel like the joke is supposed to be that you know you take the the political person and then you put them with with showbiz and it's like oh it's like a fish out of water joke but like everybody all of trump's people are just these like shady shady like grifter fucks who exactly kinda, who kind of wanted to be like you know kelly and conway doing the stand-up they always kind of wanted to be part of that right. so it's not really like a great joke they're just all these apprentice cast-offs you, you know what we so keep like, finding out about this new class of neo-fascists is they all have like a tape from 10 years ago of them doing doing stand-up what does that tell you like that christopher cantwell guy who's the fucking the nazi yeah. in the vice doc he's doing stand-up you got kellyanne conway trying to do stand-up the, clearly 
these these you know new fascists are, are are not averse to the limelight and didn't like try to at some point have a career in entertainment so why are we why are we pretending like they're like you know, it's funny that they're they're doing entertainment yeah, stuff. They like, that's they've what they've been doing. Had, they've never had any dignity, so you're <laughs> right. not you're not removing the dignity from them. You, they've never had it. You know, it's uh, the, the mooch was never a dignified person. It's not funny when you put him. You know, uh, when when you try to mock him in the same way by bringing him out there, it's like, ugh, I don't know, it's just bad jokes. Yeah, but but they weren't even they weren't even mocking him. They were basically just calling back the thing melissa mccarthy had done 16 times it's not even like he was the right. object of the joke and, and it's even pushing out a podium it's even worse because they're almost apologizing for it in a way you know they're almost uh, like see it's all in good fun we're you you know we're all in on it and it's like wow you really just neutered the shit out of your satire like i mean if you, if you meant for it to have like a, a biting point which they don't usually but and even if it didn't it's just not funny it's not funny mm-hmm and it's it's also weird too because like you said like when Jimmy Fallon you know messed up Trump's hair you were like oh yeah that guy's a dick mm -hmm. like Stephen Colbert Stephen Colbert was the last guy I ever thought in the world would mm -hmm. be like hey I got a, I got a great idea and you're just like what yeah. you want are you want to do this yeah it'll be funny but it's really not it's only it's really only worth like two laughs for 15 seconds are you sure you want to yeah let's do it yeah weird and it's weird because he's the guy who went on stage and just talked shit to, to george w's face for right. like 10 minutes yes. and i was like this is the most fucking ballsy thing i've yeah. ever seen yeah it, it was it was extra weird for it to be colbert who's doing it but, but what it was he was it his decision i don't understand well i mean He's the host of the show. I'm sure he brought along his Emmys, uh, th his writing staff from the show to write for the Emmys. I'm right. sure this was, he mm. could say, this is not the idea that I want. Usually that's how it goes. Yeah. Okay. I mean, they always have other writers too, I'm sure. But like, I bet he had his writers for, for that. I, have you guys been, do you guys watch Colbert at all? Do you watch a little bit of it? No, I don't watch it. Mm -hmm. it's, it's like, it's not, it's, I don't know, man. It's not great. It's not, it's just not, is what I thought it would be. Well, I feel like they took, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say like, yeah, I just, like, I haven't watched like late night talk shows since I was like in high school. And like, I love Letterman. Like I watched Conan a little bit, but yeah. like when Colbert, when Colbert went from the Colbert report to CBS, I thought, oh great. Like I can finally start watching like 1130 to 1230 late night again. And it was just, yeah. it was just more of the same. It's, it's, a, it's a format that like, I don't know if it's still. If it still works in 2017. Yeah, it's but, a yeah. dead format. I feel the same way. I mean, I feel like all these guys, like, uh, what was the Scottish guy's name? Uh, Corden? No. Oh, Craig, oh, uh, Craig uh, Ferguson. Yeah. He, Craig was, Ferguson. he was great. Him, Colbert, I feel like all of them are really good. Like, they're all mm -hmm. really talented, but mm -hmm. they're, like, trying to stuff that talent. And Kimmel, Kimmel, too. Like, they're trying to stuff all this talent into, like, a shitty format from the 50s. Like, yeah. it just doesn't... I don't know. Like, if I want to see a monologue, I'm going to watch comedy. If I want to see an interview, I'm going to listen to a podcast. And then if I want to see bits, I'm going to watch, like, a sketch show. And they're, like, trying to... Right. I don't know. Like, all the good jokes have been made by mm -hmm. by noon uh, before, yeah. like, the like, monologue. How do, you do a mon how do you do a monologue at 11.30 now with Twitter? Like, how do you do it? It's impossible. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Everything, everything's just old. Like, by that, by that point in, like, the Twitter cycle, the joke has taken on, like, 20 different forms mm -hmm. and, 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 like, evolved into the fucking pepe meme you know yeah 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 like, yeah 
Did you did you see the tweet today from that shitty Google guy where it was like a four part tweet about like the KKK and dragons or whatever? Oh yeah, I mean I have that written down. I, I'm glad you brought that up because I was gonna segue into that at some point. But go what, ahead. Uh, what did he do? <laughs> I have it. No, written. Google, you, do you want it, me to read it? Was read like it? A, it was like a it was like a four part tweet where he was somehow explaining that people get pushed into the KKK because they can't use Dungeons and Dragons terminology or whatever. It was it was ludicrous. It was insane. But like within 20 minutes. Like six people on my timeline took the four tweets and put them into the galactic brain meme. <laughs> like, like, like every everybody made the same joke. Everybody made the same joke, and I'm sitting there and I'm like, "Are people stealing?" No, that they must all immediately because like we all spend all day on Twitter. We all, we spend all day like melting our brain on the internet, and that's how people think now. They go right to the galactic brain meme when they see those four tweets. That's just how we are now. Like, and you, and you also can't make a galactic brain meme tweet. At eleven forty on a, on Tuesday night on CBS because nobody's gonna get what you're talking about. Right. Let yeah. me let me let me find this uh the actual um original the original James Demore is the guy's name the Google engineer who like did the uh, sent out the memo and which I never got through I just uh, it was like so it, it was so um tech te- like it was so uh like don't understand human um feelings tech written <laughs> like it was just very it was very i'm trying to say i'm trying to think of a way to say it without t- talking about autism yeah i was like right you're really trying hard not to yeah. say very autistic it sounded very autistic though. right yeah so um let's see the original tweet was no uh, offense to our listeners who have autism you are not james damore yeah so his tweet today was um the kkk is horrible and i don't support them in any way but can we admit that their internal title names are cool e.g grand wizard which is like whatever like if i said that it'd be like whatever yeah like but maybe 10 faves but if i got but if i got fired from google and like tried to make myself a, a right-wing firebrand right exactly <laughs> it might be a little different yeah. and then the best is like the back i feel like the backtrack on it <laughs> was uh way better than the actual the actual thing like, what was the backtrack the, i don't know anything the about first it. backtrack on it is uh if you make the actual kkk the only place where you could acknowledge the coolness of D terms then you'll just push people into the kkk i don't i yeah. don't understand that at all like like he's saying that the reason <laughs> he's saying the reason that that people, people go people to the, join KKK, the KKK, KKK is because they're called Grand Wizard because and they want Imperial get... Dragon. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Which is like real bad. I feel like that's just I mean, the cover story for like making a dumb joke. I don't know if it's the Dayquil or what, but that makes a lot of sense to me. <laughs> <laughs> like that is kind of one of the. That's a good reason to join. And then the backtrack. Who doesn't want to be a wizard? <laughs> sure. Sure. Do you have magic powers when you become the Grand Wizard? Well, you can, uh, you can. Then God and Leviosa. I mean, you kind of have the power of life and death. Oh yeah. Well, everyone's kind of got that. Yeah. Well, they don't have a bunch of people to carry out their wishes. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> that's really what you're, you're like, you're, you're, you're really, fantastic. It's gonna get really dark here if we start trying to figure out Harry Potter spell names for I like was, uh, 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 <laughs> a hate crime. Yeah. I was just thinking, you're like kind of like the wizard from fantasia except for instead of a bunch of brooms it's like a bunch of burning crosses burning crosses yeah, yeah, yeah there yeah. it is yeah i saw where you're going with that the thing is i'm 10 steps behind myself <laughs> because of the day quilt they being on a lot of day quills like having you remember uh men in black when he opens up the i forget who is like a face of a guy and there's this little alien inside it's inside mm-hmm. controlling Driving the body him, yeah. yeah that's what it feels like there's yeah. like an alien in my brain who's moving my limbs for me yeah 
Well, you keep you keep using that as an excuse. In the meantime, <laughs> fuck you. Here's the here's here's more of the backtrack. Uh, you know you've moralized an issue when you can't criticize its heroes or acknowledge any positive aspect of its villains. And then he starts doing the numbered thread thing, which mm. is always always a bad sign. Like mm-hmm. you know you're in the midst of a meltdown when you yeah. start doing the numbered threads. It should always <laughs> count down backwards, and the and when you finally get like three, two, one, and the one should just be a picture of you having committed suicide. <laughs> uh, one, if you're gonna do a numbered <laughs> right. thread, is what I'm saying. One of three. My attempt to raise the issue of why some people are attracted to pure evil, like the KKK, gave many the wrong impression. Two out of three. Understanding what attracts some people to these vile organizations can help us better prevent that from happening. First of all, that's not what you're talking about. No, it's not. Yeah, stop. You can just say, I thought Twitter was a place where I could make jokes. <laughs> right. And then move on, you yeah. know? Yeah, people will be like, well, you can't because blah, 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 blah. But at this point, what else can be done? You already got fired from Google and you already decided. Is he started a YouTube channel yet? Uh, no, not yet. He will. Brett loves this guy. He texts me all day about how this guy. He watches him trying to uh, become like a right wing, a right wing firebrand, but he just keeps fucking it up because he's a, such a dork. <laughs> he's too afraid. <laughs> yeah. well, and his his like Twitter bio is like centrist engineer or something like that. Ugh. Those are like two he words also, together. He also changed his bio or his Twitter handle. It used to be fired for truth. With a four in the middle, which I thought was like the best Twitter handle. Yeah, 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 yeah. So perfect. What, what did he change it to? Now it's just James Damore. Oh, uh, that's boring. Yeah. I think he's got a little bit of that Martin Shkreli thing. Like he's not as much as... Uh, Martin a, Squ- uh, He's can- not as much as of, of a piece of shit as Martin Shkreli, but he's got the same thing where it's like mm-hmm. no matter what he says, it's going to pale in comparison to how much I dislike the look of his face. Right, yeah. That's too bad. I, I keep forgetting what he looks like. I've seen him a dozen times, but I just keep thinking about Adam Lanza. Yeah, he kind of looks like Adam... Like if like Adam Lanza and a French guy had a baby. It would, it would look a lot like this dude. He's got that big old French nose. Or Roman why, nose. Why are so many people on Twitter now just trying to get hired by Fox News? You ever notice that? Like, that's that's like the new thing. Like, Brit, do, you, do you guys know Britt McHenry, the old ESPN uh, reporter I'm who got fired? vaguely aware of her. Was that is that her deal? I just, I mean, it makes sense. Like, I feel like but she's so bad at it. She's the worst at it. Like, like she 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 says things like, "Oh, you wonder why the you wonder why Hollywood's doing so bad this year? Check out this year's Emmys." It's like that's that's not what the Emmys are, you idiot. Like that's not how it works. Like it's the easiest thing in the world to go on Twitter and get people mad about something, and she can't even do that. And that's everybody. That's her. That's that guy James Damore. That's her. I think it's just. I mean, people hate click and hate share. I mean, if you're a blonde chick, there's not like it used to be. You could go into porn and that'd be the easy way to make money. Now you can just become like Tommy Laren. Yeah. And if you can't figure out how to piss people off with those shitty takes, right? Like, kill yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. You are kind of. It's like it's the the whole point is that it's easy. Like I could write an Ann Coulter. I mean, I will say Ann Coulter is a little bit next level, but like mm-hmm. I could write like a Tommy Laren take. In, in my fucking sleep. Like, you could create a bot that would come up with those takes. Yeah. It's like, you need more guns. It's poor people's own fault, mm-hmm. etc. Yeah. Empathy is for, for the weak. You're a snowflake. Like if, tomb, like if, 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 if Tomb Raider bomb. I was going to say, if, if, tomb, if Tomb Raider bombs, they'll just say, like, oh, it looks like the liberals don't want to go see a movie where a woman has a gun. Like, oh, what, <laughs> yeah. what does that mean? What does that mean? Boom. Yeah. Well, that was the other thing with the Star Wars firing is that... Uh, somehow 
Kathleen Kennedy is like is like Hillary now. Where it's like, oh, you guys, you guys are upset that she fires all these directors. You just don't like a strong woman. I didn't even know like, who's Kathleen Kennedy. Uh, she runs Lucas. I don't know what that is either. Oh, she's my boss apparently. She's a she's a boss bitch now. <laughs> or you know, she just works for like a massive evil corporation. I love that. I love how it's like, yeah, it's definitely your misapplied identity politics. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I, that's the thing. Hillary Clinton coming out with her, hey, what happened book. <laughs> oh, God. Did you read the excerpt about fucking uh, goldfish crackers? Oh, no. no. I read it. I, I read it. Find this. Uh, I think I read it, uh, the excerpt about seven minute abs and, and six yeah. minute abs. Um, is this from is this from Hey What Happened? Yeah, it's from Hey What Happened. Oh, I don't think I know the goldfish one. All I know I is find this. Sorry, I've seen like I'm gonna grind this podcast to a halt while I find this fucking. You do it. I just all right. You do that. I'll, I'll, I'll kill time over here wondering. Like, let's say hypothetically, mm-hmm. you didn't know who was directing Star Wars. Like, is, is anybody gonna not go see it? Like, does it matter who directs Star Wars? No. Like, like, what if I directed Star Wars? Would it not make four billion dollars? Like, right. what does it matter? Yeah. Oh, here we anybody go. behind the camera, it's going to make a ton of money and people are going to go see it. Like, I don't know why that was like big news for a week. Like, yeah. JJ, uh. Just point towards where the special effects are happening. Uh, to me, it's just weird that like, <laughs> I don't know, I tend to, um, I tend to think if you hire like a director, kind of like let that director do his thing. Mm-hmm. And so it's weird to me, like when Edgar Wright got fired from Ant-Man, you right. know, he spent like a year on the script, I think he spent like eight years on the script or some shit like Damn. that. And then they just like fired him at the last minute. Uh, because you know they have like their brand mm-hmm. voice, and they're very protective of the brand voice. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, I get. But then whenever it, it, we talk about it online, there's always like a, a huge subset of people that feel the need to um, uh, like defend the corporation's decision. Oh God! <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, actually, it's very important to have a brand voice and blah blah. blah. And you're like. Man, yeah. yeah, like it's weird to me that, that it's you, weird you, that, that you're that you, caping for corporations. Yeah, that you think that's your best friend or yeah, something. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, 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 I really this. hate confrontation, and uh, I would like to confront you about your your <laughs> confrontation. I've said this before. I don't know if it's the superhero movie thing or if that's just a very good example. But like, uh, we've gone from having movie fans to like every every studio wants um, uh, like these fantasy studio execs mm-hmm. where we're supposed to be. Like involved in their their decisions about like the larger mm-hmm. universe instead of just like watching the movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's very much part of that. But, so, gross. but isn't it also possible they fired him because they they saw Baby Driver and they were like, we don't want to make a shitty movie too, so we're gonna fire you. Oh, oh man, you just, yeah. you're just, you're oh, just full what's of what's bad up? takes. No, I agree with that take. You didn't you didn't like Baby Driver either. It's not <laughs> that I didn't like it. It's that it's not that good. Ah, uh, you're wrong. I, I I saw it, uh, and with my expectations not even being all that high. I mean, they were kind of high because of the, the Rotten Tomatoes score, but that's the problem. The Rotten Tomatoes score rewards a movie that everybody kind of likes. It doesn't reward like a great movie, right? And so I was like, okay, this is supposed to be good, and I know Edgar Wright because of comedies he's done, and and it very clearly was not a comedy it had funny parts in it but it's kind of like a a romantic action movie 
and it's not that good. Hey, you know what is not uh, fucking something? I've like I've seen. Did you get that everything was like it, it had music? Everything had music. <laughs> no, no. Day, day, he danced to the lyrics of the music. <laughs> no, that's not. What I've I'm never seen about. a Quentin Tarantino movie before. <laughs> I mean, just like that was. Please taking all these like little snippets of shitty movies and making that like giving them a reason to be there. Yeah, I got that. Like the it waitress, was... like the like the waitress girlfriend, like everybody, like every single movie's got like a a, a love interest that like is the doe-eyed. I get it, wa- but waitress girlfriend, and, and he sort of made it feel like a real thing. Yeah, and also it was it wasn't worth it. It wasn't worth it. Fair. And and for the for that one uh, f- uh, Monsters Inc. joke, it wasn't worth it. It was a good Monsters Inc. joke. I don't remember the Monsters Inc. joke. Is that he he, he quoted Monsters Inc. Uh, uh, like a clip he saw from Monsters Inc. on TV earlier in the film to um, what's his name uh, Kevin Spacey and Kevin Spacey calls him on it. Oh, it was a great mm. joke, but yeah. it wasn't worth it. Okay, well that's your opinion, man. I got the Hillary Clinton quote. Okay, goldfish. Now imagine, imagine someone <laughs> writing this in a book and it's selling four hundred thousand copies or whatever it was. Ugh. <laughs> I have a weakness for Pepperidge Farm goldfish crackers, and was <laughs> and was delighted to find out they that- are my favorite human treat. <laughs> <laughs> and was delighted to find out that 55 goldfish were only 150 calories. Not bad. One time, Liz brought something I hadn't tried before. Flavor-blasted goldfish. We passed around the bag and discussed whether it was better than the original. Some of my staff thought yes, which was incorrect. Oh. Okay, first of, all, first of all, there's no way that calorie count thing is correct. There's no way 55 goldfish equal 150. It's like 900 a bag. There's no way that adds up. Oh, they're very small goldfish. They're mostly air in there. <laughs> Even so, there's no way. I'm going with him. I'm, okay, I think fair, he's right fair. about that. I mean, I need to see a pile of what 55 goldfish crackers looks like a lot. to see yeah yeah it's like a great like size, size you think is she, is she is she blaming the loss on goldfish like what is the point of that paragraph in the book well nothing i feel like she wrote i mean the, the election was like less than a year ago like she just wrote a she wrote like a 300 page book about practically nothing I mean, she, you know, she just, she just dictated it to some fucking intern. <laughs> just, <laughs> I can lie. It'd be fun. I love imagining her just sort of pacing around her desk, uh, opining about the goldfish crackers because there's like something. What happened? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> like that scene in uh, in Wayne's World two, and they're trying to figure out who's gonna come to to their Woodstock festival, and yeah. it's just like, man, uh, Aerosmith, man, and, uh, man, fashioning uh, a canoe <laughs> out of a log. <laughs> yeah. See, I'm picturing Kramer buying the stories from Jay Peterman, where Kramer's selling his stories, and he's like, "How about this story about goldfish?" Yeah, Jay Peterman's like, "Yeah, put it in the book. Go ahead, sure." Yeah, That's someone's stuff. someone's banal life stories <laughs> were collected for this shitty book. I just, I, I just got through watching a bunch of interviews with Hillary Clinton uh, for work, and I'm just like, I'm so overloaded with centrist garbage that i just want to hang myself it's just like i, I want to beat myself to death I, with a horseshoe i have no i have nowhere to to go to complain about it because like half of the country is like see they're just mad at her because she's a woman and then half the country is like see this is why she's literally the devil right and all i'm thinking is this is just insufferable like in a at a basic level not yeah. like not 
Yeah. I feel like just use your common sense. We don't have right. to try to br- put everything into like a narrowly defined category right. of bad. Yeah. Just be like, yeah, this is bad. Yeah. I mean, and, and it's bad for, for, for several reasons. And none of those reasons uh, have to be politicized in a way that makes it like you either have to love it or have to hate it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Just it, it's... It's weird to me because I'm like, no, it's it's clearly bad because she learned nothing. <laughs> That's why it's bad. <laughs> she just came out there and was just like, was like, I've learned nothing from being in exile in in my in my New York uh, mansion. And the, th- the thing that drives me nuts is I don't remember four years ago, but like I don't remember us like still talking about Mitt Romney like a year later after he lost, right? Like this is different, isn't it? Like we. We don't care about elections this long after they happen. I yeah, mean, did John Kerry write a fucking book? We 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 cared about it after the 2000 election because it was another situation in which, yeah. like, but then 9/11 kind of put an end to that. You yeah. know, all of a sudden we stopped talking about like how he won Florida by a narrow margin. Uh, I think we didn't have Twitter, so we didn't have to hear what Gore was doing like every single day. Yeah, and when Gore when Gore came back, he came back with a beard, and he came back with like we have to stop climate change, which is kind of an admirable thing. Like he came back and he's like, "Well, I got to, I got to do something with my time and power. So how about we try to stop the destruction and I was of the like, world?" Yeah, remember when you picked Joe Lieberman <laughs> yeah. as a running mate, you asshole? Oh, hi, I'm Joe. <laughs> You're going to. Hate me in a few years. I'm Al Al Gore, and I'm here to tell you that the planet's going to be underwater in 15 years. Then, you know, 15 years later, it's I'm Hillary Clinton, and you will not believe how many calories are in gold. (laughs) (laughs) What has happened? Yeah. Oh my God. There was so I mean, people kept posting pictures of the book that I thought were parodies, and and it was like, no, no, No. that was actually in there. The part about fucking Pepperidge Farm, like she name dropped. Pepperidge Farm, like the mom version of of Lil Kim. She's just so intent on convincing people that she's human, and at this point, just fucking, just own up to being kind of a robot. Just do it. <laughs> yeah. Just if you own up to it, I think people would respect it a little bit more. Yeah. Like we get, we get that it is it is unfair the way that she has to continually prove that she's a human being. Uh, but the Pepperidge Farm anecdote. Counterpoint. Stop doing it. Okay, the counterpoint. Stop, stop the doing it. Stop yeah. playing the game. Exactly. Oh my god. Um, I, I always think I always get the gif of her looking at the balloons when they fell. <laughs> I hate that I always think of that. You know, you know, you know the one I'm talking about. Right? Yeah. 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 Like, like I don't, I don't know how much that hurt her chances, but I, like, I remember like thinking you're trying too hard at being excited about balloons. Like, it's cool that balloons are falling from the ceiling, but that's not. Wait, that's not the facial expression somebody makes when they see balloons. And yeah, it's, you're not that into balloons. You you got yeah, confused. Like, you read balloons in the human manual. You read that people <laughs> were excited with balloons, but you forgot to see the age range. Um, <laughs> I also I think what lost her the election personally was. Uh, did you guys ever see that video of Mary J. Blige just singing some soulful song to her? <laughs> no, <laughs> it's incredible because she just has to sit there. And and listen to this shit. Like yeah. she has to sit there. It's and, like that picture of the Pope where someone's breakdancing for him. 
oh, I haven't seen that. <laughs> no. But it's, I mean, you just look at, and she's doing, she knows the camera's on her, the look's on her face. It has to be, it can't be like, oh, God, can you please stop? <laughs> yeah. You know, she can't Larry David it and start clapping, go, okay, <laughs> shut the fuck up, you know? <laughs> like, she has to listen, and she has to, she does this look where she, like, her eyes squint, she looks soulful, like, mm, like she just, you know, smelled a plate of soul food, you know? <laughs> and I'm just, like, looking, and I'm just like, God, this is so embarrassing. Yeah. This is so embarrassing for her and for Mary J. Blige. What and are you doing? She's always like talking about hot sauce. Like she's always got to bring up how she's got hot sauce in her purse and I, that she loves hot sauce. It's because like, it pulled very yeah, well. Like, this she doesn't make as, you seem more human. Stop she, it. She lives and dies by what the focus groups tell her humans like. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God damn. Uh, we got another update from uh, last week. Um, Dave, I don't know if you're familiar with dope. Um, I say I say nope to it myself. <laughs> uh, dope is the uh, San Francisco uh, cookie dough shop that's uh, that's hip hop themed. It's San Francisco's only hip hop themed uh, cookie dough uh, store. And we talked about it. It's it's spelled dough like D O U G H P, but it's pronounced dope. Uh, you know. Because it's cool. Because it's super clever. And we were talking shit about it last week. And we are talking about how uh, no one's going to go to it. And it'll probably get burnt down. And then uh, like a few, a f- like maybe the next day after the show, Joey sent me a picture where he happened to be just be walking by like the opening of it. And there was like a line around the block, of course. Hell yeah, dude. Because San Francisco is a, is a living hell. And, uh, Wait, it sells it sells it sells dough, not cookies. It yeah, sells dough. Yeah, cookie dough. Like they sell it like in sort of sort of like an ice cream form. I've never heard of that. That's 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 so that that really does. I've never been to San Francisco, but that does feel very San Francisco. We to just sell the dough. Yeah, yeah it's I, about right. I mean, it's like cookie dough ice cream, but like they, I think they, I think it's just more dough than ice cream. I don't know. I, I mean, it sounds like an interesting concept. It's just she made it like incredibly obnoxious by calling it dope and, and having the flavors be uh this is lit and hot af uh, yeah and then so dead so, ass dough yeah from from last week what are you doing she was talking about how she was really into hyphy and then uh and then there was a backlash because it was in the chronicle and then the same the owner of dope Kelsey, yeah. of course her name's Kelsey. yeah that makes sense um she wrote a blog about uh about the backlash Oh, good. Res- responding to Oh, him. yes. Yeah. This, yeah. I love when the internet gets meta like this. Yeah. This is a blog I didn't want to have to write. But after a few comments from folks in the public and an article in the San Francisco Chronicle noting that Dope's branding may somehow be disingenuous, I feel the need to comment. If you've been following the company or have perused the website, you'll see it's a pretty unconventional dessert brand. <laughs> it's witty, slightly sarcastic, and full of millennial sayings and pop culture references. It's funny. <laughs> from our from our flavors, this s'more is hella lit and white girl to cold brew is bay and our classic, the OG. It's not exactly your neighborhood ice cream shop with vanilla and chocolate and the wild rocky road. AKA It's not your grandfather's cookie dough shop. <laughs> no. Uh, Try our best flavor. Bitches ain't shit, but ho-hos and marshmallow peeps. (laughs) Uh, And that, to be honest, is what I love about it. I wanted to make something unusual, fun, and lighthearted. Cookie dough in an ice cream cone is ridiculous. The brand should be just as crazy, fun, and wild as what we're serving. 
I built the brand that was representative of me, my friends, <laughs> and all the cultural experiences that have influenced me in the Bay Area. It's a brand crafted for the Bay Area. From me, a nearly Bay Area Sacramento native who's been loving life in SF for more than a year now. Oh, man. Wait, 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 wait. Th- th- does she spell it B-A-E area? She does not, but she did. But okay. Cold Brew is Bay is B-A-E. And, you know, like she might as was- well have. I was trying to decide how obnoxious it was because she said brand like four times in 14 words and I was ready to throw up. Yeah. Is this just how is this oh. just how you have to live now if you're like 24 you just everything is like your Every, everything's your brand and Yeah. everything's brand story. I always thought that whenever someone uh you know these like marketing guys, these fucking 40-year-old marketing dudes were talking about brands and hashtag engagement and their fucking social media. I always thought like you guys are so out of touch. <laughs> right, I know. <laughs> And now I'm like, oh no, we're all just, we're, we are all just brands. Everything's just a brand. No one has I opinions. mean, everything about dope is exactly like a 50-year-old marketing guy's attempt to appeal to millennials. <laughs> right, exactly. And it's like run by an actual millennial. Right. No, because we are that. I, I don't know what, it's if it's a chicken egg situation here, you know, it's like, I, I don't know, man. But we are just, we're all just a bunch of brands now. <laughs> oh, I got to read you the, the next paragraph. Um She's she's responding to cultural appropriation oh, accusations. Good. That's good. You should um, you should respond to that. I absolutely don't have to tell you at all how sensitive times are right now with the country's race relations. Oh my god. Let's forget let's not forget this is a cookie dough blog. Yes. Um, thank you. It's no joke that there is serious systemic racism plaguing the US. Mm-hmm. And in starting a cookie dough company, I thought if anything, I'd be bringing a little joy and light to the conversation amidst all the terrible race related news stories. Uh-huh. I'm writing this to set the record straight that in no way am I attempting to uproot another culture, but instead am building off the cultures that influence me and am in the most genuine way possible, naming things and branding stuff based off of things my friends and Stop I say. Saying brand! <laughs> I may not fit the mold of what you think the average white girl would say, but I challenge you. Did she put and- white girl in quotes? <laughs> yes, she did. Oh my god. In Wait, her mind- but, she's a, but, but she's a white girl. Why is it in quotes? Well, because she's one fifteenth Cherokee, <laughs> and she regards herself as white passing. She's uh, she's colorblind. Yeah, she can't see color except for the ones that she makes fun of. <laughs> but I challenge you and ask if that mold you may be envisioning isn't creating even more divide in the race oh, world. Oh, good. Yes, bring up that. <laughs> bring that up. That's always helpful for this conversation that you felt you had to have. Oh my God, the world's gonna end. And we're all going to be mid think piece. We're all going to be mid like fucking thread on Facebook arguing. I just, I just think it's dope that my cookie dough uh, really cares about diversity. That's good. That's really good. It's it's not just a cookie dough ice cream. It's a political statement. I think her statement is lit AF. Oh, yeah, for sure. It is well what's, fam. What's it, what, what's insane about it too is like even if you take away all the cultural appropriation stuff and and and, and like her trying to defend you know the race relations you know program of her ice cream whatever she was doing like somebody along the way should have just been like these names are all fucking stupid on their own like, right. why are you doing this 
That's like, what like, I said. Like, I mean, it's the same yeah. thing as the Hillary thing. Uh, like, if you call it like cultural appropriation, if you give it like this big highfalutin uh, category of shitty, right? Then they have like all. Then they have all this recourse to be like, well, here's here's my uh, here's my here's fucking, my analysis. Here's my treatise on why this is not cultural appropriation. You are wrong. But if you just say, hey. You look like a dumb poser, and this is stupid. Right, 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 right. I mean, that, uh, that's the thing. It's like it, it's you. You can you can let the people who are going to make this into a big political issue. They're going to do that anyways. You know, right. you don't you don't have to necessarily be like. Let me respond as to how uh, um actually I am helping <laughs> race relations yeah. in America. I don't need a thousand words to decide if something's insufferable. Yeah. Oh my good god. This just is the like, fact that she thinks like there's there, there's genuine brands and and dis, disingenuous like all brands right. are bullshit. Yeah, like like what are you talking about? No, it's the millennial thing where the only way to an express an opinion is to vote with your dollar and and that uh, right. You know that it, it's like the bodega people too. They were like, we didn't realize like how like how how do you get so far along the process <laughs> that you don't realize how does nobody come up to you and say hey right. Um, just FYI, like, first of all, your idea is stupid and you shouldn't do this anyway. But if you're going to do it, maybe name it literally anything else. Like vending name the, machine. Name it the cabinet. Like, yeah. <laughs> Just name the it. Cabinet with shit, the cabinet with shit you may or may not need at the moment. Yeah. I mean, I give those guys a little more credit because I think that was entirely craven from the start. Like the entire thing was just like, I don't think they believed any of that shit. It's all just uh, an attempt to create a bunch of buzzwords that they know venture capital guys will throw money at. So when you get this money from venture capitalists, you 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 get to, this is a, as someone who never started a business, this is my guess. You have to put this money into a business, right? You put it in for whatever the fuck, but you're also paying yourself a salary out of that, right? No, I think what happens now is like you create a business and you take all most of the venture capital money and you put it into your pocket and then you get the fuck out before the whole thing collapses. So you can do that. Well, if you're if it's publicly if it's publicly traded, then you're just cashing out your stock money. Okay, but and and if it's and if it's not, I think you yeah, I think you're right. You have to pay it to yourself in the form of a salary. So I mean, it just sounds like you can really just make if you if if you got the right VCs who believe in you, you can just just bad idea after bad idea. Oh, absolutely. Oh, oh man. Well, that's what happened with that. What was that? What was America the... really is the land of opportunity. <laughs> what was the blood girl's name? There's a blood girl. The fake Steve Jobs girl that got in a bunch of trouble. Oh, that blood girl. God, she was great. Oh, I miss Wait, her. What's that? Wait. Oh, don't, don't tell me she was like selling like blood. No, <laughs> it was like her. Um, her she had a blood testing company. Yeah, her, her, she had a blood testing company, and the promise was that you could like get, that you could get a full blood workup with like less blood, with, yeah. with just like a little pinprick of blood instead of how much actual blood you need. Yeah, which is like and, tons of blood, and it didn't work at all. Oh, Theranos. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so her her company was kind of built on this premise that this would work. But she was connected, like her dad was like connected to these venture capital guys, and, so, and like and so people Theranos, in Washington and shit. Yeah, too. so Theranos had like all these former like generals and 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 people that were in the cabinet like on it. So she got all this money, and then two years later, <laughs> she got sued because her the shit pro- didn't work her at all. Her product doesn't work at all. <laughs> yeah, and and they just kind of lied about the science working, and then uh, they got found out because people. Yeah. 
do that. To her credit, I think she did go down with the ship on that one. Like, I think she is well, still good. part of Theranos. Oh, good. Good, good, good. But how is that going to help anybody? Like, I never once gave blood and was like, man, the extra. I, I wish I could save 45 seconds in blood giving and have less blood taken out of my body. Like, why was that ever a thing? I, you know, because people see a need in the she market. She had a whole stick. Yeah, she had a reason for why, you you know. Two, also two only, vials of blood is too many vials. She also only wore black turtlenecks. I like that people are still <laughs> writing the dumb think piece about uh, like the tech guy who has 127 versions of the same outfit so he can use his 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 precious brain power on like other decisions. <laughs> it's like 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 as if that hasn't been found out at this point. Well, people only use 10% brain. <laughs> right. You yeah. know? Yeah. What what will happen if you were, use 100% what brain? What happened? Right now, I feel like I'm at like 5% brain, <laughs> but that's cuz I'm on Dayquil. And but if I use like let's say 11% brain, mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. could fly. Oh man. That's what smart people can do. They figure well, out. Well, if you make if you use 100% brain, you make a really shitty movie by Luke Besson. Oh Scarlet. yeah, Lucy. She used 100% brain and turned into a thumb drive. <laughs> <laughs> that was the most like like there's there's movies where I feel like I can watch along with the movie and sort of imagine the screenwriter getting to like the end and you totally <laughs> pan it into the corner and just be like, "Shit, what do I do?" And yeah. I've never felt it more than I did with that movie. <laughs> right. Yeah. She's a thumb drive. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She okay. becomes one with the internet. Here's and everything the that I learned. Thumb drive. <laughs> it contains <laughs> two gigs of information. I learned two gigs. Um, I saw the accountant. Yeah, I was gonna say we gotta move. We gotta get to the accountant because that's why we're here. Oh yeah, yeah. All right, sorry. Okay, so here's my 64 minute diatribe of, as to why the. No, I'm only kidding. It's not that bad. No, you can't <laughs> go not. for it. Why not? It's, you all, did, it's you, all content. You didn't like the accountant. It's just so boring it's so not interesting it's so uh-huh. it's a it's a two hour and eight minute movie that's it is long between, it's between 20 and 25 minutes too long and you could lop out those 25 minutes so easily all you got to do is just cut out one of um uh one of juno's dad's 10 minute monologues about answering a phone or you know the time he snuck into the building and then the, the teenage accountant almost killed him but the, there's there's just all those speeches there's like there's like, le- there's like 11 t- whatever his name is J.K. Simmons. I like, fuck it let's call him juno's dad forever <laughs> juno's dad is just like all right i'm gonna tell you a story and then there, there's there's that part of the movie then the other part of the movie is like the the protege she just sits on google all day looking up faces and talking on the phone that, uh-huh. that's like 40 percent of the movie then you have like every every scene they cut to where he's like you know in the dark and listening to the radio and banging on his shins. Like, oh, I get it. I you, understand. You yeah, can't it's great. cut out those scenes. Oh my god! And and I can't believe. So like I I tweeted out like a forty five tweet thread where I just made fun of the account every single day without actually having seen the movie with all these goofy premises where he just says like corny accountant catchphrases. You know, like that's that's. That's the bottom line or whatever. <laughs> never never in my wildest dreams did I imagine that there would actually be a literal accounting montage in the movie where he's sniffing markers and throwing markers away and drawing. It's so – it's just so the, – the movie is like – it feels like it's so self-important when really it should just be a fun movie where Ben Affleck kills a bunch of bad guys. Like, it, but he's just so – 
it's it's so i don't feel like it's no self-important at all i feel like it's just perfect deliberate silliness he's fucking sniffing oh. markers and playing metal and rubbing his baseball cards i love oh so good i love that it's weaponized autism the movie <laughs> it is yes I, I i like that they literally weaponized autism and uh it was one of those movies where where I found that everything that happened with Ben Affleck, I would turn. I was watching it with Francesca. Mm-hmm. I would turn and go, Cause, "It's because he's autistic." Because <laughs> <laughs> they really, they really like to drive that point home. Yeah. And at one point, she goes, "If you say autistic one more time, I'm going to strangle you." <laughs> and then the next scene on the phone, you hear a doctor go, "These uh, uh these are signs of uh, autism," and I was like, "I didn't say it." But he's autistic. I liked and there's and, and there's also all the flashbacks too to like his dad making the kids do karate and shit. Like, oh man. <laughs> There's it's so just such an absurd movie. It is absurd. exactly. It is. It That's is, what's so beautiful. It was about weird it. because as I as I watched it, uh I was like I started off with I love that he hates vacuum cleaners like a dog. <laughs> I, I thought it was ridiculous as I was watching it, um, but I was homesick. Didn't you think that was the point, though? Well, I was homesick yesterday, and I was like, the, no, I thought it was like the point. The reason I'm watching this to talk about it on the broadcast is because it's so ridiculous. But then as the medication I'm on kicked in, <laughs> uh-huh. it started to get me. Like, like all of a sudden, or, or all of a sudden, I started to get the movie. Like, like, and... and Everything took me by surprise. Uh, spoiler alert. Uh, when I found out that that was his brother, the assassin, I was like, oh, like out loud. It was like I I thought it was the best twist I'd ever seen in a movie. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then when it turned out um, crazy hit, hit your face lady was the computer voice, that also <laughs> got me. And then I was like, this is the best movie I've ever seen. So I think if you see the movie... Uh, with a sufficient amount of, of NyQuil slash DayQuil in your body, you're probably going to like it. And also, he's autistic, which is tight. Dude, it's exploitation movie. That's what's so good about it. Yeah. It, I, no, but it's not. It's not, though. Like, that's why the movie's so long, is, like, they really, they really want to balance it. They don't want to make it silly. They don't want to make it seem like they're making fun of anybody. So they have a lot of scenes where they just want to get the point across. Like, look, we're, we're, we're not... We're not making light of this, and that's fine that they do that, but you can do that in less than two hours and eight minutes is all I'm saying. I really like that he cracked that fool's neck and then turns to them and goes, sorry, and then he <laughs> runs. I also like how anticlimactic it was when he, he kills John Lithgow at the end, and he just goes, sorry. Like, that shit's, that's hilarious. To me, I thought they did a good job with... It's so stupid too because like like the, I remember watching that movie for the first time and I'm like, what the fuck is John Lithgow doing in his house? Why would he should be anywhere but his house? Well, and then got, his brother's like, yeah. I told you to leave the country, and he's like, oh, I'm not leaving the country. Are you serious? There's a superhero killer coming for you. Go anywhere else but your house. Well, uh, by the time you get to wanna, that point in the movie, I've bought into the ridiculousness of it. Oh, I just want to watch him put on his sriracha <laughs> shirt and fucking rock out to metal. <laughs> Like my favorite thing, I rock out to metal for fifteen point seven minutes for every every day. Why does he do the thing with his shins? Do they ever explain that? He's just got a lot of. I mean, he, he blows got, he blows on his fingers. He's got a lot of ticks. He just yeah. has to do all the ticks. I thought I thought it was great. Um, I I don't know. I really enjoyed it. It Kid, was weird how much I was. Enjoying let me tell it. you about Black Money. 
You know what's great was the 30 minutes of exposition that was done at the <laughs> last third of the film by J.K. Simmons. Uh, like, I, I yeah. know, I know oh. you, you just said you didn't like it, but I remember watching <laughs> it and going like, you know, you don't see this enough in movies where they're like, <laughs> you're most of the way through it and they're like, can we just take some time to explain everything? <laughs> we, we like, like, exposition should be, let's sit down, the director sits in front of the camera and goes, here's why everything's happening. <laughs> That's how exposition should be done. I'm tired of having, you know, to guess. Oh, I was kind of touched by the end of it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he's going to help in a bunch of yeah. autistic kids. Yeah, that was beautiful. There yeah. was a lot of beauty in that movie that I think I think you you guys need to you should rewatch it. Yeah, <laughs> I, sh- I should go down a bottle of Dayquil and be like, "This is the best movie." I've Honestly, ever seen. you should because I watched it and enjoyed every moment of it, and then like. I mean, I didn't enjoy every moment. The beginning, I was like, this is stupid. But don't you think it, it really, it's really just a, a hilarious comment on on assassin? There's all these assassin movies. Yeah. And then, and then they make this one and they're like, no, no. He's like an awesome killer because he's clinically lacking in empathy. Right, like, exactly. This is what you would need to I, be in a spy movie. I kind of like that. The only problem with, with it was was like was the suggestion that people with autism have no have no pity. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like that's really weird. That's that so great. that was really weird. I was like, damn. Uh, the- no, but they could. It's not that they do, it's that they could I, I mean, if they needed to become an assassin. I think what it is is like, you know, the, the, if, if I were making the accountant, like him not understanding social cues would be a lot more of it. Uh, <laughs> the scenes between him and, uh, and Anna Kendrick where he like makes a joke, but then she doesn't know he's making a joke and he has to tell her. Yeah. That was so great. That was great. I, and also any scene with him in it where it was a full body shot. <laughs> Just because his big ass lumbering body looks so funny to me, it's like sad Batman, <laughs> yeah. you know. But like, w- but with Ben Affleck's body is like so bad in some things and so perfect in other things. That's the thing. It's not that like he's out of shape. It's that he his no. He has a regular dude body. He has a regular dude body, and he has a stupid face. <laughs> and like him doing blank expression does look a little bit spectrum. And mm-hmm. and so it was kind of a I don't know. It was a good role. I, I I I loved it. There was that one he directed earlier this year where he was uh, where he w- was like a twenties gangster. Oh yeah, I heard it was awful. And, well, the best part was like you know like Ryan Gosling or or one of these other dudes would look really great in those clothes and like that you'd come out of the movie being like, oh man, I want I want to try and pull off a fedora. Right. But then Ben, but ben Affleck, Affleck does it and he's like, up. oh no, he just looks like a fucking idiot. Yeah, he looks like he looks like fucking he, sad Batman. He looks how I would look if I tried to wear like dumb twenties. Clothes. What is it with him and just not being able to look like a person? No, he looks like. No, he looks like a person. Or he looks too much like a person. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He reminds us of our basic uh, uh, fumbliness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man. So you're saying so you're saying you might have enjoyed La La Land more if it was Ben Affleck instead of Ryan Gosling <laughs> dancing and singing? No, absolutely, I wouldn't have. I don't think like Ben Affleck <laughs> could not have pulled off that movie. Oh, that's right. You don't. You you like you like La La Land a lot. Yes, yes. I like La La Land, but uh, I honestly, yeah, that would be great if 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 it was Ben Affleck. I mean, I'd, I'd like it for a different reason. Let's say that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm. Yeah, the accountant. But 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 all right. But as two guys that like that movie. When you left the theater, were you saying to yourself, man, I need a second one of those? Yes, absolutely. A hundred percent. Wait, are they making a sequel to La La Land? 
or to the, the accountant. No, no, the accountant. The, <laughs> oh, you, said, you said left the theater and I was in bed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, right, 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 right. You just watched it. Yeah. I okay, was. All right. But you're, you're still high right now. Let's talk about that tomorrow. <laughs> if you still want to see a second. I account. do. I would see another accountant. I actually want to see the brother and and Ben Affleck get together and and work on more accounts. Yeah. <laughs> like. I want to see. I want to see them. I don't want to see them kill people. I just want to see them just, uncook the books. I just want to see them file taxes for <laughs> a range of small businesses. Because to me, that was the most interesting part. Was mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. did you know you could claim this room in your home? Because <laughs> I love, I love taxes. It's one of my favorite things to do. Is do taxes just to be like, what can I claim? Mm-hmm. It's fun because yeah. it's like all of a sudden you see that amount on TurboTax go down. You yeah, know, you know yeah. what I mean. Oh, I know what you mean. Yeah, I'm I not, always I, file taxes on Dayquil too. So <laughs> cool, cool. It's fun, dude. Uh, this okay. is how sober people get. No, live, live by night was the Ben Affleck uh, period piece yeah. movie. You should have seen that, so we could talk about that too. What was that? Well, that was that was like the bootlegging one. Yeah, the bootlegging one, and it's like weirdly, uh, it, it feels very masshole racist. <laughs> like, like there's a scene. Oh, it's supposed to be it's supposed to be woke because he's like fighting the Ku Klux Klan. Mm-hmm. And at one point, uh, and he's dating um, what's her name, uh, uh, Zoe Saldana, and um, and uh, she's supposed to be like half half Cuban half black and the and the clan is taunting Ben Affleck and they're like hey hey Joe is your girlfriend a spick or is she an, a neighbor and he and, and then he goes she's both and kills him that's tight yeah man i i saw the commercials for that i did not know that that movie was that was that i just i just figured he was just like you know, it, it, i thought it was like that tom hardy movie where he plays the two brothers and then just mm-hmm. Kills stuff and, and and runs a club. Wait, it takes place in Boston. Does he do a Boston accent? Uh, well, he's a Boston guy in Florida, and I yeah, I think he does a Boston accent the whole movie. <laughs> oh, now I got to see it. Yeah, and uh, yeah, just didn't. And I actually like most of the other movies that Ben Affleck has directed, but this one just didn't didn't work out that well. Hey, did you guys see uh, Lawrence O'Donnell freak out? Uh, no, this, I never clicked on it. The same way that Bill O'Reilly, you know, fuck no. it, I'll do it live. Look it up right now on Twitter. Send, Look up. Send it to me. You have the you have the link. Okay, I have the link. It's uh, hashtag stop the hammering. No, no, put it put it in that mic so we. Uh... Well, well, we won't be able to. Why don't you just play? Oh yeah, this way everyone can hear it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh wait, never mind. That's not gonna work either. Okay, forget it. I'm sending it to you then. Oh man, but he's not gonna be able to hear. It. All right, I'll play play it in my mic then. This is. Lawrence O'Donnell, uh, freaking out. Right now, Lawrence O'Donnell is on screen. Waving his hand around. James Fellows and Josh Ernest, thank you both for joining us tonight. Really appreciate it. Coming up, is Donald Trump (laughs) going to be called to testify to Congress? Michael Liskoff has the latest on that. Stop the hammering. Stop the hammering out there. Who's got a hammer? Where is it? Where's the hammer? Is it on the... Go up on the other floor. Somebody go up there and stop the hammering. Stop the hammering. I'll go down to the goddamn floor myself and stop it. Keep the goddamn commercial break going. 
Call fucking Phil Griffin. I don't care who the fuck you have to call. Stop the hammer. <laughs> He's so mad. Empty out the goddamn control room and find out where this is going on. It's either there or there. His whole accent changes. Somewhere. Turn off the goddamn hammering. <laughs> The woman talking in my ear was talking about the Labor Day special repeatedly every time we went to a sot. <laughs> what do you mean in the conversation? The sot is a video. Not in the bush sot, no. How long does this go? Yeah, it's, that's about it. Fuck, oh, okay. out of control. <laughs> There's, a, there's just something wonderful. Imagine, imagine how much of an asshole you have to be. Like if you've ever been on a set, you know mm-hmm. that the the, uh, the 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 talent is like God, right? And like can basically get anyone fired, right? right. And like whoever's doing the hammering is probably just some poor PA, like right. trying to carry some shit around. Mm-hmm. And then so you've basically like stopped an entire newsroom for the, like the the guy at the highest part of the totem pole to yell at the mm-hmm. the, the one on the lowest. I mean, in front of everybody. It's 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 a stressful job. It's a stressful, stressful job to uh, try to go live and you know be a newsman while someone is hammering. <laughs> I understand that, but there's something about <laughs> Lawrence O'Donnell losing his cool, fucking smirky ass face. Yeah. To just freak the fuck out at people. Just, oh, I love it. I like that his facade comes down and his accent, his entire accent. Yeah, maybe Ben Affleck was in the next room backing wooden stick against the shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, he's, he was smelling his markers. Oh, my God. Stop the Put hammering! the cat back on the market. <laughs> uh, so yeah. a sot is whenever they go, they cut to a video. That's, I like that because did you, watch, did you watch Wiener? Yeah, I saw Wiener. Uh, uh, my favorite part was, uh, like, everybody thought Wiener looked bad in that interview, but all I could think of was how much of an asshole Lawrence O'Donnell was during oh, yeah. that whole interview. Oh, my God. Yeah, I know. I know. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not a fan of Lawrence O'Donnell. Number one, because he's an actor, uh, and I just don't trust actors with my news. Um, <laughs> right. Number two, he's an actor... Who was in? I think he was in the newsroom. Was he? Was he? I, I, I he was either in the newsroom or a consultant. On. That sounds right. We'll, yeah. we'll say yes. And so you, I watch MSNBC, and I'm going like, this guy is he's pulling a Jeff Daniels. It, you know that mm-hmm. like to me, I, I just don't, I don't, I don't trust this the the smug liberalism of, no. of oh, MSNBC. Oh, you mean like Joe Scarborough? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, dude, the whole channel, Joy fucking Reed. I don't uh, any of. It's just weird that you can go. I kind of like Rachel Maddow. <laughs> you can go from being like uh, the biggest uh, Trump apologist to uh, like the, the leader of the resistance in the course of like three months. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Israel. It's just. It's just. Oh God. Ugh. Ugh. This. I swear. This. This. This whole year has like had me. I've I've turned into someone who just hates. I've I've turned into a guy who hates liberals, <laughs> like like in, in, in 
in such a way that like I have to qualify that by being like no not because I'm a conservative I guess because I'm a Stalinist like you know, <laughs> you know like because it's like no, I think it's because I think it's because NBC quickly turned into Fox News like everything yeah. that Fox News did while Obama was president like, right we quickly like like people saw that there was a market there yeah and and uh, and like Olbermann's attempt to just say the most obvious shit ever but loudly right yeah oh it's just it just it grosses me out uh and i just love watching i the 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 cool calm exterior come crashing down remember uh, when Oberman, Oberman was like cool and funny yeah yeah remember yeah remember that period of time when we were like finally someone's telling the truth <laughs> Now, now we will see actions, actions from this administration to right, right in the ship, and they didn't. And now he's what is he on like Esquire online or something? GQ, fucking. I think it's es- I think it's Esquire. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like it's hashtag resistance with him draped in an American flag, and all I can think to myself is like, he know is this a joke? Does he know? That he's a shill. I thought the same thing. It's like the same feeling I had when I saw Chris Hardwick's book where he's on the cover and he's got nerd written on his knuckles. Yeah, right. It's like, is it it self-aware or is it buying into a brand so hard that you just become it? Like you've you've synergized between you and your brand so that you are one with the brand. I don't think that you are no longer a human being. There are no personalities anymore, only brands. Yeah, there's nothing anymore. There's not even opinions anymore. It's just a brand. Yeah, what's our brand? I'm not even sure. Anarcho syndicalist. Let's go with that. Okay. <laughs> okay. Let's destroy the system. <laughs> well, I think I'm gonna put this one to bed. I feel like we had a good talk about the accountant. Yeah, fuck yeah, dude. We did a lot of talking. What? How much? How long have we been potting for? Over an hour. Oh, that's a lot of time. <laughs> I'm so. I'm. I need more Dayquil, dude. I'm fucking dying over here. Hey, you uh, know what? I didn't. I haven't done in a lot. What? I, I haven't done freestyle. We can't do that with Dave on the line. Well, why don't we do it after we hang up? We all do right, a little right. freestyle for the babes out there. All right, Dave. Uh, where can we find you? Um, I don't want to tell you where I live. Oh, okay. Hoboken, New Jersey. Uh, in the meantime, <laughs> at Dave Lozo on Twitter. Yeah, just go on Twitter and I'll I'll bother you with shitty tweets about stuff and then you'll unfollow me. It'll be fun. <laughs> you're like you're like, oh man, that guy had a couple of good jokes about the account. And then you go on my Twitter and it's like, boy, this guy tweets about fucking hockey and Seinfeld a lot. It sucks. I'm out of here. Those are two great things. That's your brand is is causing mass unfollows. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag. <laughs> Hashtag no brand. I have no brand whatsoever. Dude, that's the new brand. <laughs> Having no brand. Uh, Having no brand. Welcome to hell. All right, man. Thanks. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, I'll see you guys in like a year or two for uh, the account part two. We'll talk about that. Oh, hell, hell yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. See you guys. Peace. Uh, All right. We're going to do some royalty freestyle. Oh. Obviously, the way this works is uh, you donate $10 to the Patreon, and Matt improvises a song off top. Off top, dude. I don't know anything about anything. All I know is your name and usually how much money you gave, and then I have to do it. I mean, I don't have to. I think I suggested it for this episode, but that's because I was on day queer. This is where Matt 
things uh, oh yeah so play it dude music yo yo what's up this is matt from la is la matt hashtag squib <laughs> i'm not a fucking dancing monkey i'll do it though Batman, Matt, flat, flat, Zelly Matt, up in that ass with that gap, Zelly Matt, pop, 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 that pussy got a new definition. That was terribly good. All right, well, this one goes out to Mr. John G, ten dollar donor. I don't think we've John G raped and murdered my wife. Did he? Yeah, that's weird. What a coincidence! What's up, John? Uh, this one's for John G. John G. You ready? Yeah, I'm born ready, dude. All right. Hey! A doop 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 a doop doop. A doop 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 Why'd you have to come through the window and then hit her over the head? Why'd you have to rape her multiple times while I'm sleeping in bed? And I'm trying to dream my dreams and everyone in my dreams is happy. Why'd you have to go rape and murder my wife, John G? It wasn't very nice for you to do that And now I don't have memories No, I don't have memories No more, I can't remember Anything that happened before And now I've gotta kill the same person Over and over again Must have killed the same person over again And I killed another guy named John G And I gotta find multiple John G It's the only way I'll ever be happy Killing all the people with the same name is really, really fun And it makes for a pretty good Christopher Nolan movie, too Why'd you have to go rape and murder my wife? She was the love of my life, my wife And you shouldn't have raped and murdered her <laughs> Oh, this is... It just keeps that, that better to do You play that shit, dude Yo, what's up? This is LA Man. Blah, 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 in that ass with a cat. You raping more than my wife for fun. Then I'm gonna take you with my gun. Now I'm gonna shoot you in the head and you'll be crying. I'm gonna do it. No, I'm not lying. Everybody gonna be mad when you're dead. I won't be sad. I said I won't be sad. Hey! <laughs> that was great. I didn't even know you were doing Memento at first. So I was just like, man, I might have to cut out this song about Matt just talking about rape for. <laughs> no, it's it's Memento. No, I got, John I got G- it now. Well, clearly, I'm... you've forgotten Memento. John G. raped the murder of my wife. Is a tattoo all over his body. Yeah, I got it now. I get it. I get it. Oh yeah, I could see how for anyone who didn't know it was a movie Memento, they'd be like, "Why did Matt start I forgot there? the John G. reference?" That's why. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now I know. I remember Freddie. Oh yeah. Freddy's not his Joey Pants. Not his real name. Yeah, that's right. As it turns out. Um, we got another one for Dan L. Mm, Dan L also raped and murdered my wife. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Uh, I think we're gonna stay with the same genre. Why not? No, we can't. No, uh, I, you bouncy? think I can you think I there's a chance I'll get a good Dixieland going twice? <laughs> that's the best I'll ever do with that genre. Okay. okay you gotta go okay. like I'll add a left field for this next one. Okay. For right. Dan Hill. Here we go. Mmm. Mmm. Oh, I'm fucking sick. 
you're going to have to put bacterial spray all over. Best friend Jimmy. We went all around, all around town. No one was out, no one made a sound. I took him to a basement of this convenience store far away. <laughs> it's an inconvenience store. It was an inconvenient store, Vince Mancini might say. And my friend Jimmy said, what are we doing here? He turned around and looked me in the eye. Mm. I said, admit what you did. Admit what you did, you raped and murdered my wife he said no I didn't no I didn't I'm a police officer I've been trying to help you this whole time no it turns out that we already killed John G a long time ago I thought you'd remember but you didn't <laughs> and I was like no you're lying says right here on my Polaroid that you, you are the one and I should kill you now. <laughs> and so I tried to shoot him, but I missed. And he fell down the stairs and then he ate a piece of steak and he said it's good to stay in the matrix. I'm going to be here and I'm going to have to kill him. Neil, I'm gonna kill them all and then he pulls out the plug and I said not like this not like this don't do it not like this and then he pulls it anyway and kills my best friend in front of me and then I'm mad and I know he did it so I start punching in the face punching him over and over and he's like what's the big deal it was just a stupid horse it was just a stupid horse pie oh my it was just a horse why would you beat me with those fists and i said she was a beautiful young girl a beautiful young girl and i was talking about the stripper that he beat in the sopranos that season he was in a soprano and and <laughs> Oh, made me sad. <laughs> that was a good season. Yeah, I remember when he came in uh, uh, talking about how he just saw Gladiator. Oh and yeah, he, like, swings around the chain and yeah. he, like, hits the guy in the face. Yeah, Joey Pants. Joey, that was Pants. an ode to Joey Pants. That was an ode. It was an ode to that uh, that actor and the three movies I've seen him yeah. in. Well, the two yeah. movies. Mm. And no, one you got series. a few in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's also in Tomb Raider, oddly enough. Oh, that's weird. Mm -hmm. I, what, what's weird is I can't think of anything else. Matrix, for sure. Matrix, yeah. Uh, Memento. Memento. What else has he been in? The Sopranos. The Sopranos. What else do you need? 
Well, I don't know. I just like I wanted to keep going, but I couldn't because I couldn't think of anything else. Yeah, that's good. You want to put this one to bed? Let's I don't put know. It we got bed. too much content. I don't want to have to con- edit this. Yeah, it's a whole let's thing. Let's put it to bed. Got emails we didn't get to. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine, man. Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks to mm-hmm. Dave Lozo. Um, thanks to Day Quill for sponsoring Matt tonight. <laughs> Patreon.com slash broadcast, broadcast at gmail.com, 415-275-0030. Broadcast at gmail.com. Yeah, it said, said that. What's the Google Voice number? <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, and, and until next the big week. The big-ass Q. Till next week, good, stay tight. And everyone lives. <laughs> <laughs>